30 of the Falls on a Hill podcast, where we bring you the latest news and our expert opinion on the newest releases in the world of music. I am Cal, and I am joined by Yanni and Liam. How are we, fellas? Hello! Hello, Cal. Happy 30th. Happy 30th. Merry 30. Now, my knees are... Merry 30 returns. Yeah, my knees are feeling it nowadays. I'm not going to lie. The big 3-0. All those blowies. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Callum, are you okay? Yeah, no. Um, oh, Karis has just sent me yeah, no. uh, a tweet about you know the uh, <laughs> the quote unquote fascist Mumford and Sons guitarist. Yes. Oh yes. Um, he's now leaving the band That's so he can added. speak freely about the evils of political extremism. Okay. Yes. That should probably be in what's the story. I meant to add that into what's the story, but let's revisit that later in. What's the story? No, don't do that. You can't uh, say that. No, but I didn't say it in the right way. No, you did. We're still, still in the intro. No, we're still in the intro. Um, any more questions? Uh, yes, you? I've heard, questions Liam, you have recently had yeah. a meal from a certain fast food company that has, yes. quote-unquote, gone straight through you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Tell me uh, more. About ten minutes ago, ten minutes ago, I'm bubbling like a witch's cauldron. <laughs> uh, I wish that weren't true. It <laughs> totally is true. Um... And blowing bubbles like a kid at the seaside. Um, and no, your first one was the best. No, but they're both true, so it's hard to say. Uh, you uh, can't do that. Fast food restaurant that provides um, poultry, poultry meals uh, from a certain state of Kentucky, United States. Kentucky it is. Uh, to KFC. Um, and it was really shit. And they missed half the order, literally like half the order. Um, and the lettuce was like brown. Um, well, Just at least it'll look the same going out as it did going in, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll probably look better, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but that's what I've just done. Just done. Brilliant. We're now doing toilet jokes, everyone. Uh, we're um, going to hit the bottom of the barrel. Um, Any more questions on my KFC, Callum? No, that's it. But I would like to know, Liam, oh. have you been listening to anything else this week other than our designated, <laughs> uh, <laughs> designated pool of... Well, you know what I mean. No, you haven't. It's oh, funny, okay. Well, let's move should, on to. Yeah. It's funny you should ask that, Callum. Actually, I was not expecting that question to come up. Um, <laughs> but yes, I've listened to a, a few albums. Um, as everyone knows, it was Record Store Day last week. Everyone at some knows. point, everyone knows that. Um, and I got an order from Resident, and it came with a very nice little half year, um, like a little book of half year releases, and it had all like the staff's picks in. Very well, well produced little book. Oh, lovely. Good quality. Um, and I was just flicking through, and there was just a couple um, that caught my eye. And I happened to really enjoy... Well, there's three, three albums. I happened to quite enjoy all three of them, really. Two of them in particular. Um, the first one I listened to was an album by a person called Tex Crick, which is a great name. I don't know if you agree with that, Tex Crick. Uh, the album's called Live in New York City. Uh, it's basically just um, kind of like... The way they described it in the resident book, I thought was really good. Is this is what you imagine New York sounds like? It's just kind of like piano playing, and it was all recorded live, but in his own in his room on an eight-track recorder. So he did all the parts. It was just very pleasant to listen to. I really enjoyed it. It was mixed by Mac DeMarco. Say what? Yeah, I knew that would perk you little ear Say what? <laughs> um, but just very good songwriting, very interesting kind of melodies and, and things like that. I uh, really enjoyed that. Definitely be, re- be revisiting that. I did actually re- revisit it today. Uh, just nice listen to. 
I also listened to Lou Barlow's um, latest solo album, or only solo album, I don't really know. Um, which, for some reason, where is it? Here somewhere. Um, Lou Barlow being the bass player of um, Dinosaur Jr. Uh, his album, which I is called Reason to Live, there we go. I enjoyed, there's a few tracks I enjoyed in particular. Uh, it was quite long, 17 songs, and some weren't quite as interesting, or didn't sound as good as the others. And then the last one I listened to was an album by the band. Um, what's it called? We don't know, mate. Spirit of the Beehive, and the album was called Entertainment Death. And I don't know how to describe this album, but I thought it was really good. And it's lots of twists and turns. I need to listen to it again because it really was very unusual. I'm surprised I haven't heard of it before, or it's not come up. There's a song called. Um, and this, this is what the song's called. I'm not saying this. Uh, this is not my statement. The song by this band is called I Suck the Devil's Cock. <laughs> um, and it's really quite good. Um, so yeah, I enjoy those three albums that have been out in the last six months. Um, and yeah, that's what I want to tell you. Uh, well, no, you asked actually, Colin. So, I did. I told you, so. Well, that sounds, that sounds brilliant. Thank you. It's almost like Do you listen to anything, Colin? Uh, not really, to be honest. Just yeah. a lot of mod stuff in work. Uh, Liam? Oh, a lot of Paul Weller. Yeah. Lot of oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. Uh. Ooh. Um, I've not listened to anything, no. Um, I think it's time. Oh, Say okay. it isn't so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid it is. Definitely is. Yeah. What's the story? Now, if I was to say the word fascist, Liam... What would be the Sorry. first band that would come to mind? Um, I don't know, but it would be something quite heavy. It wouldn't be like you know some fancy folky banjo playing kind of band. Of um, course, no. So what we're saying is we don't believe all any of the allegations nope. at all. At all. Um, I didn't read those words. Those words don't exist. No, not read. Um, but Mumford and Sons, a guy, one of his sons, has um, oh, is a fascist. Um, Simple as that, and openly admits it. Winston Marshall, his name is. Um, wow, with a name like that. I mean, someone I saw a picture on of like his Wikipedia page, early life, and it's like he's just from like aristocracy and very rich beginnings and stuff like that, silver spoon kind of kid. Um, and there's now fascist, which makes absolute sense. Um, but yeah, he did loads of tweets and stuff that are were bad, <laughs> and people <laughs> called him out for it. And he's put up a tweet. I think he's deleted all the other tweets and put up a tweet saying the reason I left Mumford and Sons with like an article or something. I don't really know, a blog, which I didn't read because I don't really give a shit. Um, and Mumford and Sons tweeted something along the lines of, "We wish you all the best in the future, when and we love you." Yeah, which, I had you know, it here. Yeah. Bit weird. It was exactly that. Come on, can't use. No, it was exactly yeah. that. And a picture of the four of them. Um, Mumford and his sons love fascism. Yeah, I mean, that's the yeah, go. So you support Muffin Sons, you also support Fashion. And you also have a lot more problems as well. <laughs> yeah. Than <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have more concerns. Uh, um, Fashion is very low on Liam's concerns uh, list. Absolutely. Um, now we actually have some very not good news at all. One of us is probably going to laugh because we're awkward, awkward like that. Yeah. Uh, Don't start it's, like that. It's already Liam. I can already see him <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Um, Mark Hoppus of Blink-182 fame reveals he is undergoing treatment for cancer, which is not 
ideal, really, is uh, it? No, no, it's not. Um, so all the best, yeah, to him. Yeah. Hope he gets better soon. Um, he did put up like a well, I saw it on Instagram first, but I know he, he tweeted it as well. And then there was also another picture on Instagram of him like in the room receiving chemo. So hope he can recover. Um, yeah, yeah. and yeah. provide us with more shit modern Blink 182 albums yeah that's what we all we're all waiting for sorry say Blink say that band name again uh, Sum 41 <laughs> so Damon Albarn <laughs> or Albarn uh, Bullen and Albarn um, has announced a new album with a name that's unnecessarily long so long the, this is real life isn't it uh, the nearer the mountain more pure the streams flow the stream flows. Um, you okay? <laughs> no, I think I am suffering again? here. Try again. The nearer the mountain, the harder this title is. <laughs> 12th of November is the release date. Uh, what year? <laughs> That's a good question. We don't know. Who knows? Um, there is a song that we'll be covering later on of the same name, Go Tell Fight the Mountain. <laughs> um, so we'll what do people say? I'm, that's all, I'm not. That's, <laughs> that's where the stream cast me. Um <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, well. You don't know. We'll, we'll give you our impressions of the song later on. Have we uh, ever listened to Damon Albarn's uh, solo stuff? No. Um, okay. I know it's very gentle. Is my is my vision of it? Oh, I don't think I really sat down with it, but I just imagine it to be quite soft compared to his other. Yeah, well, I stuff. thought it sounded a bit like one of his other projects, which I will talk about later when we review the track. So stay tuned for that one. I'm sure you're all eagerly anticipating it. Okay. We are. Liam. <laughs> Hello, Yannick. There's a little bit of news that um, I need to give to you, Baby Hill. So take it away. Yeah, because we didn't write enough and I've just um, researched, so I have the information. Uh, Metallica have announced the 30th anniversary uh, celebration for their Black Album. The, the Black Album. Uh, it's actually just called Metallica. Mm-hmm. It's self-titled. Uh, it's been called the Black Album by fans because it's black. And I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, for the celebration of the 30th anniversary celebrations, they have announced uh, on September 10th, so this should have come before Damon's, but, you know, who cares? Um, they will be releasing a remastered version of Metallica, also colloquially known as... Uh, the Black the Album. Because black uh, it is black. It's still black after 30 years. Might be a bit more grey now, possibly. And they've also announced uh, what they call the Metallica Blacklist, which is an album. Um, I know on vinyl it's seven LPs worth of music. Um, it's just a, a load of covers from this album, from the Black Album. Um, I did have more information. I'm trying to find it. So, yeah, so every song has been covered more than once, um, some seven or eight times. I think uh, Nothing Else Matters has... Oh, here we go. Nothing Else Matters has 12 covers on there from various artists, but some standouts for, for me, personally. You've got Mac DeMarco doing a cover of Enter Sandman, which he's been known to play for a while, live. Uh, Weezer there with Enter Sandman again. You've got uh, Sam Fender with Sad But True. Uh, Royal Blood also doing the same song. St. Vincent doing the same song. Um, Biffy Clary doing Holier Than Vow. The Unforgiven by uh, Cade the Elephant. Um, we've also got, what's we got? Wherever I May Roam by the Neptunes. I'm still going on this. Nothing Else Matters, covered by Phoebe Bridges, obviously, which everywhere. 
Uh, another one by Miley Cyrus, featuring my joke, huh? featuring what? Whoever that is, Elton John, Yo-Yo Ma. Put him in the bin. But, yeah. Stop giving Elton John a platform no, he's now. Right. He's doing his last He's past it. Oh, should have been answered. Oh, we'll talk about it in a second. Um, Yo-Yo Ma, Robert Trujillo, who is the bass player of Metallica, and Chad Smith, the drummer of Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's a nice little mix. Um, and, the, and there's also an Idols cover of The God That Failed and a Kamasi Washington cover of My Friend of Misery. So there's quite a few names there. And there's a lot more that I didn't mention. Good. I think Portugal you should start. All, all loads of them. Brilliant. But that'll be interesting to hear. I'm not doing that for Album Spotlight. 42 time. times. Yeah, not doing that. Yeah. No. Um, this isn't written down, but I'm just I'm uh, off the dome here. Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just spitting around. Spit it, spit it. Uh, Alan John announces final tour, final ever tour. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, eh? I think that is what it's called. Uh, I'm sure it's the fourth Goodbye Yellow Brick Road tour he's done. Oh, fucking hell. Um, but yeah, no, it's called Farewell Yellow Brick Road, the final tour, <laughs> and his last show will be in. The no, week. honestly, this is the last one now. Yeah. Comma. No, seriously, guys, I'm not doing any Please. more of this. Stop it. Oh, I'll come back next year. So it's across Europe and North America, and the final show is at the Dodgers Stadium, I believe, where that, you know, the infamous show of him wearing the baseball costume. Yeah. Um, so that'll be, it'll be good to go and see his last show. No. I'm considering it going be. to watch him in Liverpool, potentially, if it's his last ever time. He's got a few good songs. Yeah, one or two. One or that two, one eh? with uh, Oli Alexander from uh, Years and Years is pretty good. It's a sin. No, it's pretty good. Now, thank you. Um, it's pretty hot off it's the press. Too hot. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be followed. <laughs> it is very hot. That was the transition. Um, I know it's not up to our usual standard. It's better. Um, Hello. Hello. You can be asked this week, can you, Liam? Yeah, only just. Um, Callum, is it hot? Do you know what, mate? <laughs> it's pretty, pretty warm up in here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I've been here. Open it's getting hot in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've listened to two EPs this week because I didn't want to listen Three to you. So the first one, which I'll talk about, is "Shake the Hand That Feeds You" by Mandrake Handshake. Uh, consisting of four tracks called Mandagora, Eclog 11, don't know what that means, but I think that's what it says, Gonculator, which is a fucking fantastic name for a tune, and it is. Monolith, which I think we have covered previously. Yes. Um, so, first track, Mandagora, has an absolutely filthy start, sounds fucking heavy as fuck, and then it kind of goes into a bit boppy and a bit like happy-go-lucky and it's a bit strange but I thought that the song itself was really good and I liked it but I kind of wish it stayed a bit dirty um Eclog, oh, yeah what well, honestly honestly and if you took the time to listen to it you would have you know you'd understand how filthy it, it filthy really was <laughs> Eclog 11 reminded me of the real society which is a very good thing because I miss that band very much um, another great tune. Oh, who's sorry? The Vril, Soci- the Vril Society. The Vril, okay. Gonculator. I literally just wrote great name for a track, so clearly enjoyed that song. Um, and Monolith, I remember liking it 
previously, but I think you two said that it just had too many parts. Like it was a bit all over the place. But I think in terms of the EP, I kind of got it more. Um, I really liked it. Hmm. I think this EP is really, really good. I've added all four tracks to my 2021 playlist. Um, don't really have Ooh. too much else to say, which is why I have picked another EP. But for this one, I'm going to give mm. it a solid four out of five. Oh, good. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. Tempted to order it. It's I good. like it a lot. Ooh. Oh, only off Amazon, Amazon, though. No, no. Rough trade, but it's expensive for an EP. It's like, I'm not about paying 17, 16 quid for an EP. The next EP I've listened no. to is... Hang on. Oh, okay. Callum, before you carry on. Johnny didn't listen to this now. Honestly, mate, this week it's been a bit of a poor show for me. Yeah. So that's the long answer. Short answer, no. Um, I did listen to it. Sorry, Liam. Do tell me what your thoughts are. Um, I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I thought it was interesting. And but when I got to Monolith, I, uh, I remembered that I really liked the song. So I think you may be misremembering. I think Yanni might not have liked it, but I think I did. No, I but think I, you, I think you did. Regardless. I think you did both like it, but I, I just think Yanni said particularly. It's kind of long. Yeah, it was kind of like a bit. Haphazard, a bit all over the place. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think it's a solid EP. Um, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. What's next, Carl? Sorry. Uh, the next one I've listened to is the Lounge Society's EP, "Silk for the Starving." Uh, the first track, "Burn the Heather," is something we have previously covered, and I still really like that track. I think it's probably, probably the best one on the EP. TV or television? I can't remember what it's actually called. Um. Television. I thought was a nice mix of Do Nothing, Shame and The Blinders. Um, I get The Blinders quite a lot throughout this EP. I don't know if they're an influence, but there we are. Kane's Heresy, is that what we're going with? Yeah. 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 I think we, yeah. I think we were all quite dismissive of this track to begin with because I remember it came out about 10 minutes before we recorded. Yeah, um, that's right. But it's actually really, really good. Um, yeah, I do really like it a lot. And Valley Bottom Fever reminded me of early Kings of Leon musically. Um, mm. And I still got the blinders there again. But again, I thought it was another Belton EP. And I was very happy to choose. Bedtime. You know, it was. I was very happy to do this than a mediocre album that I don't care about. So again, I'm going to give this a four out of five. Oh, very Wowzers. nice. Wowzers. Wowzers, indeed. Very nice. Just throwing those fours out today, aren't you? I am. Lashing them out. I'm lashing. Liam, did you listen to this, Mon Frere? I did, Mon Frere. Um Yeah, I think Burn the Heather's still a great song. Um, the rest the rest is good. It just didn't really... It just didn't pique my interest very much throughout the rest of the few songs. I, I didn't particularly like the last song. I just thought it was kind of... Obviously, it's a lot heavier, and it didn't really in my ear holes uh, along with the others but yeah I think it's a solid you've got really small ear holes to be fair though. tiny ear holes it's a solid uh, solid debut EP I think it's a debut who knows yeah both of, them are, both of them are debut EPs yeah um, I think it's a pretty uh, pretty solid uh, pretty solid debut, debut would you say week EP debut week EP debut the week of the debut EP Liam please Please carry on talking right now, but <sighs> just about what you've listened to, please. Oh, what I've listened to. Okay. I've listened to um, a latest release from Car Seat Headrest, uh, and it is Madlow Influences. Madlow standing for Making the Door Less Open, which is the album they released last year. 
Uh, I've also listened to the remixes, which I'll touch on after. Uh, but starting with the influences, it's four songs. You've got Golden Years by Mr. Bowie, David Bowie. Bowie's and Spies. Um, we've got a cover of Substitute by The Who. Who? We've got a cover of The Who. <laughs> the Who, mate. Right. The Who. Check them out. Uh, yeah, pretty underground. Band. Um, the cover of March of the Pigs by uh, Nine Inch Nails. And a cover of Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. Kate Bush. The mighty Bush. Kate Bush. Um, where do I start? From the top. Cover of Golden Years. Uh, very, quite faithful, really, to the original. Very funky. It sounded great. It sounded instrumentally. It was fantastic. Uh, singer's vocals. His name is Will. I'm going to call him Will. Because that is his name. Uh, Will's vocals are brilliant. Really matches the tone of the song. Um, it actually sounds like it could be a Carlsey Headrest song, which I guess makes sense if it's listed as an influence on this album. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a song that I've not really ever come across before, I don't think. And I went back and listened to the original by Bowie. Great song. Um, and I think this is a really good kind of remake of it because, it's, as I say, it's not that different. It's nice to get a kind of a newer, fresher version of it. And like I say, Will's voice is really good. Um, next up, we've got Substitute by The Who. Um, again, a great cover. This is obviously not a bit of an older song. And it's interesting to hear an older song, again, done quite faithfully, but in a newer context, and to kind of hear how, it, it like the structure and the kind of the way the instruments are played sounds old, if that makes sense, even though it's not actually old. Uh, which is quite interesting. Um, but again, some like good, great guitar tones in this, uh, and the drums are great. The bass works really well in this song, and the song before as well. And the vocals are brill again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, next, we've got March of the Pigs by Iron Snails. I've never heard this song before. And um, I actually listened to the original first before this one. Uh, it's very kind of heavy. Don't really listen to the Nine Nails. Um, not really for me, but it was kind of interesting that towards like the end, there's like a I don't no, kind of can't describe the part of the song. If you listen to it, you probably know what I mean. There's a part where it breaks into just piano and vocals, really abruptly. And it's very soft and it kind of splits the song, and it happens again at the end, which I thought was really interesting to the original one. I'm very like. Um, just very very interesting. You can see how obviously like Trent Reznor's become. Please interrupt me if I'm wrong. Trent Reznor is Nine Inch Nails, isn't he? He is very much a Nine Inch Nail. Um, can you understand like how he's landed all these kind of uh, composing gigs and stuff because he clearly can can kind of write an interesting. He can compose. He can compose music. Um, but yeah, this cover again, good. It's kind of turned the kind of the main kind of driving force of the original song and and kind of turned it into a bit more like like bassy, I guess. Uh, which works a bit better. I don't think it's Will Toledo singing. I think it's someone else in the band singing it. Which is a lot kind of more shouty, shoutery. Um, shoutery. shoutery. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Shoutery. Um, but yeah, I didn't particularly love this one. The part where they kind of break into piano and it slows down was just like a guitar part instead, which was, it sounded fine, but I actually really like that part of the original. Probably the best part. But anyway... And then last but not least, definitely not least, one of my favourite songs, Running Up That Hill, um, by Kate Bush. The Bush. The Bush. Um, 
again, in terms of like structure and stuff, a very kind of faithful remake. The intro sounds very different. The the classic kind of synth sound for that is like a weird like electronic kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Yeah. I don't know oh, the word is. It's more like a. Oh, you're gonna get it. I mean, it's, it's gonna do the sound. Oh. It's like a. It's very like short attack. No. Um, decay. Short decay. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that sounds. It's kind of interesting, and the drums aren't kind of as heavy. Um, so the beginning's kind of weird. The vocals are kind of echoed <laughs> and stuff. It doesn't feel as kind of instantly captivating as the original. What are you laughing at? It's just very rude, isn't it? What is my cough? Not as immediately captivating as the original, I don't think. But then once it gets in and the bass gets going, it's got quite an interesting bass line. And like when you get towards the kind of the middle and towards the end of the song, the vocals are really good. Again, this sounds really good with his, with his deeper vocals. Really good. Uh, and the guitar sounds <laughs> really good. Really good. I've got enough words to say really good. Is it uh, really good, mate? Fab. I'm going to say fab. Oh, yes. Um... And yeah, there's certain parts where his vocals really hit the mark. Um, and then it has kind of an extended outro, which is an interesting cool. take. That's good. Well. What was about the rest of it, mate? That's it, mate. Well, That's it. I'd, I've got a question. For that. How does this uh, Classy Headrest cover compare to Wyoke's infamous cover? Well, there's no, there is no comparison. That is the correct from, answer. Um, the only one I would have accepted. There's no comparison. The Wyoke cover... Uh, which is back on YouTube, if anyone's interested, is whoop, whoop. phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, it's really good. So it's not as uh, <laughs> not as good as that, Callum. Sorry. Okay, good. No, good answer. Um, yeah, Sorry to apologise, mate. In terms of scoring this EP, uh, it's a bit hard because it's not their songs. Um, and well, they're all their interpretation of those songs, though, what would you say, Liam? I would say it's a solid four out of five. Go on. Things done them, re- done them really being well. launched everywhere. It's done them really well. Have you listened to these? I listened to yeah. Running Up That Hill, but and I think maybe the first track, the Bowie one, they were both all right. Oh, Whoa, both all right. Great. Um, as I mentioned before, I also listened to the remixes of some of the tracks from Making the Door Less Open, called and the EP is called Madlow Remixes. Makes sense. Um, yes. Start off with two cover, two remixes of the song Martin, which is one of my favorite songs off the album. First one by Superorganism. Didn't really like this. Don't think it really worked very well. Um, one thing that's the same with most of these is that... Well, no, it's not. No, take that back. Rewind two seconds. Nope. Um, but yeah, you I just don't it. think this gelled very well. Some of it didn't sound like... like Basically, the singer from Superorganism sang added vocals to it. Didn't sound like it was in the right key or just didn't, just didn't really work very well. So yeah, I'm not a massive fan of that one. Then another cover of Martin by One Trait Danger, who is Car Seat Headrest, I believe. Or at least one of them, not the main guy. Not the, Will. Not Will, the guitarist. Will. And I can't remember from liking what his name is, but Lou. the guitarist. And it's not Lou. Lou. <laughs> One Trait Danger is his venture, and I believe Will also gets involved. So I'm not sure how much of an involvement it was from kind of the full band, because I believe they all chip in with that side project. But that remix is very good. And I guess that makes sense when the creator of the song it's remixes their the own remix. song. <laughs> yeah, remixes their own song. But you would, again, also though think that that would kind of hinder because it would stop you doing certain things because you created this song. 
how can you take yourself away from that to turn it into something completely different? Maybe it's difficult for you, mate, but... Oh, mate, shut up, yeah. For me, it's peace, peace. Yeah, all right, whatever. Um, but, yes, it's very good. It's a very good remix. Uh, next up, we have a remix There's of... more! Oh, my There's God. Five, Liam, you've got to stop soon. Shut up. <laughs> it's all right, Yanni. He's, he's of... making up for your lack of input that you're going to have on yours. Yeah, oh, exactly. You can't good. talk. Actually, Liam, I think then, if you listen to the previous podcast on the Wu Live Ten Years, we have found out that you. I can't talk too talk. much. Um, that's not. That's, I don't think that's very true. I don't think that's fair no, either, Colin. I think you stated to such and uh, yeah. And <laughs> Next two songs are like Scuba Remix <laughs> of. You did that so bad, Danny. That wasn't even good. It's not going to be good, is it? That's the no, whole fucking no, point of it. You're, you're, you're trying to copy it. you got to do it well. Go on, how would you do it? Let me it? carry on. This is taking longer. <laughs> this is taking longer. Yeah, that was, that was ten times better, that, mate. It was. Yeah. It's taking, this is taking much longer than it needs to. Uh, Scuba remix of Weightlifters is also very good. And uh, Deadlines remix by Yule. And this featured the Yule's vocals over the whole thing. It was basically a cover, essentially. Of deadlines, um, and that was also guess the words very good. Um, then the last one, I honestly don't remember. So, the middle three there, very, very solid remixes, and it's interesting to see someone do like a rock kind of indie album remixes well because they never tend to be done very well. And they try to turn them into dance, and uh, it's not good. I'm not going to rate these, but uh, yeah, worth listening. Thanks, brilliant. Done. Yes, and done. Thanks both of you for keeping your attention. It was very good to see you both really focusing uh, and talking. not looking at other things. No. Uh, Yanni, what have you listened to? Go on. Uh, I haven't. No, not really. Listen to some not true. Um, Muse, the band Muse that we might all know of, um, have for the 20th anniversary of the album Origin of Symmetry remixed it and re-released it. Um, they've come with the stylization of it being XX instead of 20 like the Roman numerals I hate that yep it's very annoying because it's XX anniversary remake XX um I would say remix but you know that's how they put it um, the XX the XX um I wasn't I even there but I love being part of this I job no it's need funny funny to wind you up um with this album, I noticed that they've changed a little bit of the track lists. Um, Futurism, which is the second to last song, I don't think is a ri- is on the original UK release. It was a Japanese special or like a bonus, you know, um, you get like a deluxe version of the album kind of thing, and it features on that. But on this, it is the 11th track, um, and there's 12 altogether. So let's jump in, Yanni. Do you know why they do that? Do you want to interest in fact? Do you want to know why they do that? I'm not really that bothered, but I have a feeling that you're going to be so gutted if you don't tell everyone. I'm absolutely going to tell you. So the reason that you often Thanks, find... Thanks, So I thought that overall... I actually, well, I actually want to know. Please let me speak. Let me finish. The reason that they tend... Uh, artists tend to add an extra song or two on, on a Japanese release of their album is because of the import charges to send those albums to Japan that they try and make it kind of worth the extra price. The albums will and, and obviously cost more in Japan due to those input charges and those, those shipping charges. And so to make up the difference, they add a song or two. 
The more you know. That's what started anyway. It doesn't doesn't really seem that worth it, they, does um, it? They've just kind of kept it. So. Um, the more you do know, Hal, you're very right. Um, apart from that change, I don't think any of the songs on that are different. Uh, I'm just double checking. Mm, no, everything else is in the right order. Um, overall, I don't really feel like this was entirely necessary. Um, <laughs> the the remix they were they're good. It sounds a lot more modern, um, and there are more. There's, there's more instrumentation that was either buried or just sort of cut out of the final mixes on the last on the original uh, that you can now hear. For example, there's like a lot more strings in most of the songs, and there's a harpsichord now on one of the songs micro cuts um there's a new artwork for it no one cares about that um and it's less compressed i think the the complaint about most of um, muse's earlier work is that drums are like heavily compressed but this doesn't sound like that um however there's a little bit of charm with the old one and i think that's a problem with most things that end up getting remixed is that you grow to love, in some cases, um, the originals. And so when you hear a different version of it, even though it might technically sound better, it, it just doesn't, doesn't feel the same. It loses that vibe, bro. Charm. Um, charm. I already said the word charm. Did you? Wasn't it? Um, I know, I can tell. Um, so, yeah, um, it's probably favourites. Plucking Baby. Newborn, Bliss, uh, Feeling Good. Um, they all sound great. Like I say, it's just there's more dynamic range, uh, which means the louder and quieter parts are more obvious. Uh, and it's less crushed. Um, and it does feel a lot more wide and open um, if you're comparing them side by side. Um, but apart from that, I, yeah, like I say, I don't really feel like it was necessary. Um but I'm sure diehard Muse fans will probably love this. Um, it's not bad. It's not any worse for what they've done. Um, but yeah, personally, I didn't really see the point. Um, I've not listened to Muse in a long time because the last couple of albums, I just, I've heard a little bit of like the first single they released and I know it's shit. <laughs> so I don't bother listening to the rest of the albums. Um, but I actually used to be a massive fan of Muse, and this was like the main album that got me into them. Um, so that's why I thought I'd talk about it. Um, although there isn't much to say apart from that, which I don't really know what else you would say, to be honest with you. Um, I did find out that The Guardian fucking hated this album when it came out. There was lots of uh, high ratings. Apart from them, they gave it a one star out of five, which I do think is very harsh, considering (laughs) it's got one of the most well-known songs on it, uh, which I know is a cover, but still, um, I'd argue that probably this cover is one of the best covers by an artist. Uh, Is it? it, uh, Feeling good, good. yeah. Yeah. I'd argue that that's probably one of the best covers an artist has ever done. Um... But clearly, yeah. you have not heard Idol's Streets Mashup. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's very true. 
Um, yeah, has anyone else got the chance to listen to any of this? At all I put Plug In Baby on and I didn't really hear a difference. And I'm not really a Muse fan anyway, so I turned it off. Mm. I also put chose Plug In Baby as my litmus test. And yeah, I didn't. It's, it did, when I compared the two, it did sound different, but not in any kind of like good way. Mm. To be honest, it yeah. just sounded different. When I turned it on, I didn't real, I didn't clock that it was twentieth anniversary. I thought the XX had remixed it. <laughs> so what I what I heard, I'd love to hear that. so what I heard of Plugin oh, yeah. Baby was exactly the same. I was like, what? But yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Jamie XX version of. Uh, they also, which which annoyed me. They uploaded videos of them talking about, like them remixing certain songs, but literally like two minutes long. So they hardly go into any detail. I'd love just being a massive music nerd for them to properly break down what they've done, show us the mix and everything. But like the videos just seem like a bit of a a mistake, to be honest. <laughs> like I said, they're like two minutes and that was it. And you hardly heard anything. Um or them talk about anything on there. But yeah, um if you like the original album, stick with the original album. Did you score it, Yanni? Have you scored it? Have I scored it? Yeah. Um, I mean, this is difficult. Yeah, is, it, um, is it worth doing? I, I mean, if I'm going to... Four out of five. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Unheard of. The, the, um, you said it was the second to last song that was the Japanese exclusive. Yeah, Futurism. Um, can you see any reason for that? Is the last song very much a, a closer? Or is it... Yeah, the last song, Megalomania, is still the closer mm-hmm. of this. Um... So clearly they've always thought of that as that being the album closer. Yeah. Um I didn't really um No, I've got no answer for that. No. No. Okay. I'm afraid. Brilliant. Thanks. Well, I think that, <laughs> yeah. that rounds up our albums. Now it's time <laughs> to apologise because we've missed two tracks from previous weeks. So we're gonna cover them now. First one being yeah. Little Sims with Rolling Stone. That is her. Rolling mm-hmm. Stone. Mm-hmm. Anyone? Baby. Like to divulge? Anyone. I would divulge heavily, um, but only with two sentences. <laughs> uh, and both of them... Oh, no. I've got more than that, actually. Uh, I said, pretty hard. I see instrumental. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see instrumental. <laughs> nice. Those were the two sentences, but then I realised I actually did put more. All of the sounds on the first half of this before it does that interesting switch up sound like sounds <laughs> this is so badly worded um that i've heard on logic that they sound like stock <laughs> logic sound effects yeah, I know what you mean. um there's like a cowbell that's just i know cowbells sound like fucking cowbells but it sounds very similar to a cowbell sound i've heard uh, and there's also at the start like i think it's like a mellotron where it's meant to be doing like strings or something um right and, at the yeah right at the beginning and that very much sounds like the same plugin that you get stock on Logic. Um, however, that's not to uh, take away anything from this song. It's very good. Yeah. And like I said, there is a very interesting switch up halfway through. Um, I thought that the switch up was definitely yeah. interesting, but I would have liked it to have been a bit grittier for longer. If that makes sense. I, mm. I, I do think that the change up was necessary, but I just think it could have, I don't know, kind of wanted a bit more grit towards the end. Maybe it could have gone I was back a- to being harder. Well, I was going to say, I was surprised it didn't go back. I yeah. felt like it was going to, yeah. and it never did. But yeah, yeah I like him. it. Um, I started off, and I was making mental love straight away, and I was like, oh, I really like the instrumental of this song with those mm. 
um, with the string sound. And they only lost like two bars, but I assumed that was how the whole rest of the song was going to <laughs> yeah. go. And then when it switched up, I was like, okay, this is interesting. Um, and then, yeah, the second switch up into just that kind of bass sound. Um, I really like that. I really like that whole end of that song, basically the last two sections. Um, I felt like it should have finished after the first one. I, I don't think it should. Sorry, I don't think it should have. I just assumed it was going to. Like, it seemed like it was a short song with kind of two parts. Um, so it was interesting that it did the same kind of bass part for a second time. But the flow throughout that, that kind of last section, um, what she's rapping about was really good. It's just really good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Looking forward I thought to the flow at the start um, really drew me in. Right at the start, the way she comes at you, yep. the beginning, made my ears perk up. Um, and my ears don't move, so... Um, so yeah, Little Sims. Solid, yeah, I'm looking forward um, to them. Me too. Can't wait for that. Can we? Have, no, we've also we can't wait. We're so excited for like yes. Uh... Um, what you get on your times of buzzard by three? Um, you warm up. Oh, I don't even know where you're going with that. Buzzard, buzzard, <laughs> buzzard. Um, warm it up. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> <to> die, <Annie. laughs> Well done. Good job. Points for Annie. Sorry? Points for you, Yanni. Points for me? Yeah. Yanni? Uh, uh, this song. was not too exciting. No. I mean, I really like the last track, New Age Millennial Magic, but this is nowhere near as good as that. Still pleasant and invokes nostalgia, but pretty lacklustre in comparison. The luster it does lack. I just find it very pleasant. I just like being in that soundscape. Just like it. it feels jolly, feels happy, feels sunny, feels good. Feels like, like warm. And I think it's a well written song. But yeah, it's not like extremely like exciting or interesting. But it's it's well done and I like it a lot. Thanks, Daddy. Um Liam, you're probably the best one to talk oh, yeah. about this next one. To say me and you haven't listened to it, Yanni. I think he is. I've heard one song, but that's it. Yeah. Uh, I forgot this was here actually. Um, Do you want to delete it? Don't delete it. Well, we're there now. I've got not much to say, but Francis Lung was from Wu Life. Um, and it's a, de- it's a, not debut album, it's a solo album from Francis Lung. I think this was quite an interesting album. I don't think it was very straightforward. It wasn't like out there or anything. It was quite, again, just kind of pleasant and nice to listen to. Um, but kind of like Wu Life, the songs kind of took different turns and stuff that you might not have been expecting. So I think it's worth a listen for sure. Um, but I've got an awful lot to say about it. So yeah, give it a listen if you've got time. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Liam. Um, Speed Dealer Mums EP. I don't know who wants to talk about that, but it's certainly not going to be me. No. Uh, I will again. This was um, this is a side project from John Fashante with some other people. It's all like kind of uh, electronic. Uh, well, it's not very similar to Maya that he put out, but it is all just electronic sounds and mad beats and stuff. What I heard, I didn't listen to it for actually, to be honest. But what I heard of it was actually pretty good. If you're into that kind of thing, I think. I'm not really into that kind of thing, but I thought it was pretty good. Just a lot of, lot only of sounds. In a lot of good sounds. To speed. Beats. Not speed dealer mums. Um, I'm into mums. Knowledge, strength, and integrity. <laughs> Those are the three words that I associate with our next artist KSI. Um, now, 
we've covered most of the songs that are going to be featured on his upcoming album. Um, and he's decided to release a new one, which is also going to be on that. This is the first time... I don't know if actually it's the first time I could be making this up. This song doesn't have any features on, whereas every other song on the album does, if I'm correct in saying that. But there's another one that... Callum is nodding. There's another one that doesn't. This originally wasn't going to be on the album, but apparently the other one got leaked, so he said that this is like... He had to like release another one oh, so i don't actually know if it's going to be on the uh physical okay. release but i oh i don't know okay um i thought that this is annoyingly catchy yep <laughs> and it's annoyingly catchy because it's not a good song <laughs> <laughs> and i kept singing on <laughs> yeah you really did i um i said that i quite liked it but i thought my bias was kicking in because obviously I grew up watching ksi um, it's not a conventionally good song. I'm not going to deny that, but <laughs> it's but it's not though, is it? But it's got a nice it's got a nice yeah. summer vibe. It's I think it's it is conventionally good. No, I don't think it I, is. Yeah, I, I think, think it's and that's the problem. Good. I think I mean, it's, it's very, very well. It, the structure's so one dimensional, very typical. But I like it. I think it's catchy. It makes me feel good, and it invokes a bit of emotion. I don't know about you. Oh, oh. he's getting a bit. <laughs> What the fuck <laughs> is going on with you, Callum? That emotion you portrayed, Callum. Yeah. Really, I don't think it's so. I think this song could do really well um, in like 2009. Yeah. Well, it's funny you should say that. He, then. he said on his Instagram that this is the fastest, like, to number one out of the tracks that um, he's released so far. So he might be on for like an actual solo UK number one. Are we in 2009? Yeah, I, I think, like, for a lot of people, it's a song about, you know, being about. It's mentioned holidays. You mentioned being in love. It definitely you know, mentioned what holidays. What else do you need? You don't need what anything else. Need? It's got a catchy uh, hook. It's got nice, it's, you know, fair play, decent vocals, a bit of auto tune in there. Um, <laughs> a the sound, bit. It's fucking chock full of auto tune. <laughs> yeah, but you've got but like fair right. play to him. He's definitely come on as an artist, hasn't he? You can't. I, mean, yeah. I know he has a lot of people around him, but fair play. And it, and it's got like musically, it sounds very like kind of uh, Caribbean. Mm. It's nice. It's got you know, got a nice sweet fit. You got this on the radio, you don't have to turn it off. Speak on. It's good vibes. Good vibes for the summer, bro. That's what I'm saying. Liam really loves this song. Don't even uh, tell. Yeah, I went into Lydia and I was like, oh, Lydia, can you play this song? And she was like, why? And I was like, just put it on. This is my song to you. <laughs> These words are for you. I don't know if she listened to it. She would have told me to piss off, probably. But... How wet. Um, oh, how wet. Everything, everything, Mercury and me. That is the band and also the song that they released. Kablam. Kablammy. You've got both of them in one. I enjoyed this, but I've got to be in the mood and that mood is depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought okay. it was... Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, so I thought there was going to be more to that, but I'll go. I thought it was, it was quite underwhelming on the first listen. Um, I'm not really a massive fan of off-album ballads that they do. Like, they did... I think it was called the Mariana. I think that was the B-side to Breadworth. I'm not sure. But, like... Marinara, mate. <laughs> okay. It's Marinara. Okay. Like the pizza. It was Carbonara, wasn't it? <laughs> but, yeah, like, Breadwinner is so hectic, as is Supernormal, and then just completely contrast it. But then I've listened to it a few times since, and I do like it a lot more. I think John's voice is amazing. But that's because I love his voice. I understand oh, that it's kind of Marmite. Um, 
But yeah, it oh, invokes wow. emotion like all everything, everything stuff does. But I've used the word invoke a lot this week in my notes. I've just realised that. Um, oh, you're so invoked. Thanks. Um, but yeah, it's all right. It's not, it wouldn't ever be one that I put on first from everything, everything, but it, it does the job, I suppose. <laughs> does the job, Liam? Does it, does it do the job um, Yeah, I think this, it was a you know, nice song. I think vocally it was really good. Uh, there's not much else to the song. And yeah, it does, you know, it doesn't excite me or anything, but it was nice. No. Doesn't tickle your ivories. Tickle um, my balls. Idols with the song N.A.? Oh, is that right? On. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, oh, go on, Yanni. Uh, Sodium for those not as smart as me. Um, here's the song. This was not good. Oh, it's I so thought. shit. Oh, Very come on, bad. it's not bad. It is bad. I'm so sick. The thing is, it's for a reason. It's literally for a comic book called Heavy Metal. No, I completely understand it that. It really works in that context. But it's not a good song. I think it's a perfectly fine song. It doesn't go anywhere. It feels like the background of a comic book movie almost. I know this is just for actually the comics, but which is weird in itself why you're doing a soundtrack for comics. Um but I think it's a bad song. It is I a bad do. song. Like it's not it's not one I'd ever listen to on its own, but that's not the point. It's literally not the point of it. Mate, if you wouldn't listen to the song, then it's not good, is it? Well, you know, if you were reading the book and you wanted to put a soundtrack on, this would fit, I feel like. Okay. I don't um, think I don't think, what I'm trying to say is, I don't think it's as bad as some of the Idols covers that have come out, which have also been recorded. This sounds perfectly fine, has a structure, is okay. You mean far too generous? You are. I think it's shit. Yes. Thank you, Carl. Um, peace. All the peace are at the disco and they've decided to make a song called Disco. Don't really know where I'm going with this. Uh, Keith is the name of the band. The song is Disco, in case you couldn't get that. Um, this wasn't for me. This was, This had a lot going on. There were multiple parts, unless I've got the wrong thing. It was like six minutes long. Yeah, and not that's necessarily too long, but um, yeah, it wasn't really my thing. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, when I listened to this last night, um, do these have Zero monthly listeners. No, they have just under fifteen hundred. Oh, because yes, it must have been um, that Spotify was playing up. Well, I mean, this song came out two days ago, and they have no other songs, so they probably did have. Oh, maybe at then. some point zero monthly listeners. Yeah. Well, I guess they're lying because they have no monthly listeners because they haven't been out for months. Well, so yeah, well, anyway. I listened to it last night and it said zero monthly listeners, so I was confused as to how you'd found it. I agree. Too many parts in a song, but it was decent enough. I quite enjoyed. Quite enjoyed it. I didn't think there were too many parts necessarily. There's like the intro part, which is kind of uh, a bit kind of off kilter, and then there's the main bulk of the song, which is actually it's got kind of a bit of a pop sentimentality to it, which and I quite liked all that part. I thought that part was really quite interesting. Interesting. I've said interesting so many times. I'm so interested. It's very good. Um, it invokes and interest. The end of the song, um, and then the end of the song goes to that kind of goes heavier again, which you know is a is a way to go. I think it could have been short. I think it could have just been that middle part. But I heard of it. I thought it was pretty good. I would listen to more. 
Um, but it didn't. It didn't sound amazing. If I'm being honest, it was mixed by uh, Dan Carey of uh, Speedy Wonderground fame. Um, uh, but yeah, then I'm interested to see what comes next. He's very interested to see what comes next, everyone. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Annie. Thank you so, Thank much. so much. Now, we've mentioned this band. They're up and coming. Relatively indie, I'd, I'd say, I to be say honest. Too. Yeah. Um, not many live performances. It's very difficult to watch any um, gigs on YouTube. <laughs> if you see it, it's all like handheld, um, <laughs> very shaky footage that you see. Yeah, um, it's small clubs. Um... For, but for some reason, there's a remaster of one of their songs. So they must have been like a demo version or something they just yes. weren't really happy with. Kind of bring it more up to date with the rest of the stuff. The band, of course, is Metal Wicker. <laughs> and... <laughs> I've killed off Liam. <laughs> and the, uh, the track is Enter Sandman Remastered. Enter Sandman Remastered, the full name there. Um... Yanni, have you ever licked metal? I've often licked metal. Um, and I do that just to keep my iron levels high. That's not how that, that's not how that works, mate. I'm sorry? sorry to break it to you. What? It doesn't work? You can't just lick metal to get iron. Yeah, you can. No, how do you know no. it doesn't work? Um, because, <laughs> I don't know. Well, exactly. You, you're quite pale. <laughs> not as pale as this album cover. Am I right? Because that, like everyone says, is the Black Album. Um, this tune, everyone, yeah. it's still a fucking stonker. Am I right? It is a banger. Stonk is going to be the only word that can be used for this. Stonking. It transcends the whole like uh, you know heavy metal genre to just be fucking great. Yeah. It really does. It really just... It just doesn't matter what ethnicity, what religion, what Whatever you follow, um, it's a good song. You can vibe with it because it stonks. Okay. Stonk. <laughs> I feel like this podcast has been really bad, <laughs> <laughs> and um, partly because I've not got much to say on anything. So it's oh, just been you? two opinions on a lot of this. But um, I did listen to this one. It was good. Um, You've heard the song before. I've heard this song. I told you they were quite indie, so I know you're shocked that I've only I've heard this song before, but I have. Um, the next guy, <laughs> next he's off. You sorry, hang on. Sorry? Hang on. Yeah. Um, you failed to mention they also released a demo. Well, that's because song? it's not on the notes. Yeah. So not, how would yeah, I know that? Did it not come up on Apple Music? Can you search for it? Or did you not I search didn't. For it? I searched it on Google. Oh, okay. Uh, YouTube, even. Um, so they released a demo version of this from 1990, so almost a year before the album actually came out, um, which you know, is interesting to hear. An early demo. It's pretty much the same song. Basically, it just sounds really well. It sounds like it's done on a phone. And it didn't have phones, so I don't know how to do it. I, um, I was shocked to find out this album came out in 1991. It sounds very much like an 80s album. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, I um, thought it was a lot older than were. They've been around since the 80s. Yeah, I know that. Uh, this was like the fourth album, was it? Something like that. Um, oh, I might be dead wrong there. Fifth album, possibly. Um, dead wrong. Um, <laughs> but they also released a live version of 
this song and to Sandman, which I haven't listened to. But yeah, the remaster, in terms of the remastering of the song... Oh, come on, come on. Tell me. Uh, drum sounds a bit better. Yeah? Punchier? Yeah, yeah. a little bit. And um, the guitar, I skipped like the solo. And the guitar sounds a little bit better. That's about it. Plenty of wah so, going on. It's all I'm really... I can only, I'm not very good at noticing difference. It's, it's annoying when you can definitely hear the difference. You just don't know why you can hear the difference. You don't have to describe it. Can't, I don't have words. More than words. Damon... How would you say his last name? Albarn. 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 Well, at least Albarn. said it differently then. Albarn. He said Albarn. Yeah, it's because I'm um, used to saying Alburn because Alburn. that's what everyone says. Yeah, Damon Alburn. And you wouldn't say Alburn, you'd say Alburn. So now I'm saying Albarn. Because I'm consciously trying to say Arn. Ah. <laughs> Damon Albarn. Damon Albarn. Al- oh. Albanian. <laughs> Alban Owl. Um, it's the song with the same name as the album, is everyone. Which is, I'm going to get it right this time. The Nearer the Mountain. Oh, yeah. Muir. Muir. I didn't say it right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give me the chance. Another chance, please. Go on, go, go. The Nearer the Mountain. Mu- <laughs> Stop, please. Muir. <laughs> I'm thinking of that the next word. More pure. The stream flows. And I genuinely did not mean to mess up that much then. Um, this song, yep. as entertaining as that was, everyone, is not as entertaining as the actual song. Um, it's very slow and pretty boring. Um, but if I'm going to be nice about one thing, I will say that the instruments, like, the instruments sound mm. very pretty. The strings, beautiful strings. They sound very nice. But it's just, um, yeah, it's a bit too chill for me. I would uh, quickly my... like to input and say that the track name is actually The Nearer the Fountain, More Pure the Stream Flows. <gasps> oh my god. So, let me go, let me go. The Nearer the Fountain, More Pure the Stream Flows. Yeah? Seamless, we got there. Yeah? Eventually. I think this sounds quite like the stuff he does with The Good, The Bad, The Queen. I don't know if you've listened to much of that. No, no, not really. Um, not at all. I mean, if you don't really <laughs> enjoy this, don't. <laughs> the the song Maryland is very good. Um, but fair play to Damon. Man does not stop. He is so. Man yeah. does not stop. He is he is non stop. The album is also called uh, The Nearer the Fountain. Is it? Yep. So people have been messing me around there. It wasn't me. I guess you yeah, could say if you were gonna. Speak to this album, you could say, "What's your name?" Which is a question Tyler, the creator, has been asking this week. Oh, what's your name, girl? <laughs> what's your name? Oh, the the opening line to this is great. You look malnourished. Can you Let's okay. get some bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which makes yeah. me laugh. So this is just like a, a snippet. We we assume a snippet of the song because it was quite short, wasn't it? Yeah, Tyler seems to Tyler seems to do this on YouTube and does not never just uploads the full track and it is quite annoying. Even when the track mm. is uploaded, quite often the structure of it is different. Same with Lumberjack last week. The YouTube uh, video is different to the streaming song. Yes, um, but this sounds even more like a combination of Igor and early Tyler than Lumberjack did, and we mentioned that last week. Um, and I I like the addition of Tyler's singing more. It seems to be more natural and less aggressive. 
Wow. Wow. How nice. Beautiful. Um, I just, yeah, I put again, it doesn't sound like it's going to fit on an album, <laughs> but that's just because of the format of which it's uploaded, I suppose, and the points that we just covered there. Um, there was also another thing. Um, well, I'll, I want to do it all in one. Okay. So the other thing was just a video um, titled Brown Sugar Salmon. Uh, it's basically him on a train trying to order some food, but having a lot of difficulty <laughs> with the waitress. Um, she has to call in a manager who is also extremely difficult. And Tyler's reaction to the scenario is quite funny. Um, so if you haven't watched it, if you want a little giggle, watch it. If you don't want a little giggle, then uh, listen to Damon Albarn. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Liam, what do you think of what's your name? And did I'm you watch you the video? The video first. The video is very funny. Yes. I laughed. Oh, he did. He doth laugh. Um, was your name? Was your name? Name. I need to pronounce that. Not name. It's a name. What's your name? Um, I like this. This is what I want. Oh. This is what I want from Tyler. As someone who's never... I quite like the ego. Not as much I don't, you know, not as much as everyone else does, but I quite like the ego. Never very gelled of anything else before. This sounded good to me. I like this singing. I like it. It works really well. I want more of this. Well, you're going to get more tomorrow. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, he's, he's bloody on edge of seat. I'm so excited. Carl, what did you think of the video? The video did make me laugh as well, yeah. Video. The video did yeah. make me laugh. The video. Oh, I am glad. Um, Mr. Jukes is back again. Released another single off the upcoming album, which... Some, lock it? Something? I don't, I don't Sorry? know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, we covered the previous two tracks that are also on the album and another one is out it's called Check the Pulse um, pretty much the same as everything else that he's put out um, it's good it's alright yeah um, but I mean it's hard to tell the difference between most of these songs now which is slightly problematic I think but um, yeah I think it's important yeah. to say that this is a joint album with Barney Artist just in case anyone doesn't doesn't know that but I, well, that is Barney. I liked the call and response lyrics between Barney Artist and Kofi Stone, I believe, which uh, yes. happened yes. towards the end of the track. That was quite cool. It's shaping up to be an interesting project, but again, I do agree, everything's kind of sounding rather similar. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i going to disagree on that last point. I've just flicked through the three songs, and they do sound, they are distinguishable, I would say. Just saying, I think from memory, I also thought they sound the same, but listening back to them, maybe especially the, the, the middle one, Vibrate, was quite different. Vibrate is really good. Uh, I heard that on Six the other day, and I knew I knew it, but I couldn't remember what it was. And it is extremely good. Check the pulse, however. Um, very good, really much enjoyed it. Um, bass was really good when Kofi Stone came in. I mean, Bonnie Artist is a great rapper. When Kofi came in, it just was great. And then the back and forth again, I noticed. Very reminiscent of, you know, Tribal Quest kind of stuff. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Real, really good. Really good. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good, that. Um, this is where it starts to become less of me listening to it and more of me hearing it in passing. Um, Lazarus Kane? 
Um, the song is Milk at My Door. The artwork is really weird. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know whether I've drawn the right comparison here, but I've put a little bit HML TD. Yeah, I like a bit of that. Um, there was also another comparison which is probably more fitting, but I can't for the life of me remember who that may be. So maybe you guys will enlighten me on that one. Um, I quite enjoyed it, but um, also I've not listened to it in, in as much detail, so I can't really say too much more. So I won't. Haha, <laughs> pass it on. You're it. <laughs> um, I'm going to say a little bit, little bit of shame in there. A little bit of early squid in there. Quite a lot of home counties in there. I know we covered that song, White Shirt, Clean Shirt. Quite a lot of that in there. Um, I quite like this song. It's that modern style that we're all used to now. Um, I did prefer the last song um, that was called Night Walking. I don't know if you've heard that. No, I don't. Have so. you heard Night Walking? You should listen to Night Walking because that song is very good. Uh, very different to this as well, I would say. Um, and yeah, this didn't tick on my boat as much as that song did. Mm, fair enough. But still, pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. I, I thought the guitar was quite funky, but yeah, it was good. Next up, we have Liam, your French. Go on, you say it. Logistique. Thank you. With the track Do It Again. Uh, I thought, personally, this was another decent tune. I thought the way that the singer sings and like holds the notes was very similar to Drive In Mind. So that kind of, well, one of their last tracks, if you don't know, um, which kind of made me only think of that song when I was listening to it. And I don't think this song is as good, which kind of hinders it a bit. But I thought it's still a decent track, but I couldn't get over the fact that it wasn't as good as Drive In Mind when the vocals sounded so similar. I um I really didn't pay attention to this, so I really can't say. I think I like the tone of most of the instruments and stuff, but um yeah, I really can't form too much of a, an opinion on this, which is a shame because I feel like I might like it if I give it more of a listen. But I didn't have much time, so Liam, are you ready to talk now? Let's talk. Yeah, I am. Um, this didn't really massively grab me, but I listened to it a few times. I think it's a solid song. Uh, just a reminder, this was a band where none of them were over the age of, I think, 17. Jesus Christ. Or maybe 18. Uh, I think for that, it's very good. Um, but uh, without that kind of extra part, yeah, still a pretty solid song. I quite like the vocals. Uh, I get what you mean, that it's kind of similar, but I guess... Yeah, I like the vocals. I wasn't so, saying that. If you want to get any voice between songs, I don't know what you're looking for here. Colin, Did I say that? Pretty unreasonable. Did I say that? I said the way he holds the notes <laughs> at the end like of the sentence... Mm. Sounds similar. I didn't say his. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh. Right. to his own song. That's funny. Um, talking of singing and lack of. Uh, next up, we have Cabs. Cabs of uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. He's a drummer. Fame. He's fame famous from that one. He's the drummer. He's not. A, I think the only drummer. I think the other drummers left. By the way, I'm sure you're interested here. Um, he's doing a solo project under the name Cavs which is his kind of nickname and released the first song from that upcoming album um, which I can't remember what it's called but this song is called Swordfish and have you listened to this I don't think yeah I did kind of did uh, it's, all, it's all percussion it's all percussion there's nothing else um, but that includes things like um, steel drums and stuff like that um, I think it's a very interesting project I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes how far he goes with it 
this song was, you know, had a good beat and some good sounds to it, but it just doesn't hold you very much, there not being anything else to it. And there's not really much of a structure. It's just kind of the same thing for um, some instruments coming in and out kind of thing. Um, Cam, do you have anything to add? Uh, yeah, I really wasn't that fussed on this track until I watched that video you sent of mm-hmm. uh, T2JD, I think is what it's called. Maybe. Do you know what it stands for, Cam? No. It's his favourite film. Can you guess? Anyone guess? Sorry, I'm not listening. What? The, the video of Cavs drumming. Yeah. It's called T2JD. Well, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Spot on. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Come on. <laughs> Take your shit together, Cal. Sorry, Cal. Uh, yeah, I thought, obviously, that video proves how ridiculously talented he is. But the song itself, I thought, was pretty meh. Like you say, it didn't hold me. That's what I want. I just all I want is to be held. He wants to be held, held, not held. Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> <laughs> that video. Tired. Um, I'll hold you, mate, if you want. <laughs> the video was done by the same guy who filmed the King Gizzard documentary called Chunky Shrapnel. I think it's called. What a name! Um, is that his yeah, birth name? Apparently, <laughs> about that, I'm called my child Chunky. <laughs> the name Shrapnel, Chunky Shrapnel. <laughs> really good. Name. No, that's the no. Sorry, that's the documentary name. That's not his name. I don't know what the guy's name is. Probably John or something. Documentary <laughs> called Chunky Shrapnel about King Gizzard. If you want to watch it, I haven't seen it. But apparently, they showed it in some cinemas in Australia, and before it, they played this. this. And apparently, like people were like at the end, were just like up, like shouting and like clapping and having a great Woo! old time because yeah. it's phenomenal. Nine nine minutes of I believe improvised drumming. Um, and you know, there's a good four minutes, five minutes towards the end where he's on a constant double kick pattern and doing stuff over the top that is beyond my um, dreams, and all sounded really good and very impressive. Uh, you know, endurance wise and uh, bullet rise, and that's uh, what I've got to say. Oh. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, Ethan P. Flynn. Yeah. Oh, Ethan P. Flynn. Uh, television show is the name of the track. I really have not listened to this, so I have no idea. Cal, um, yeah, I thought take it was, the floor. I've took the floor. Thank you. He's taking it. Um, I thought it was a decent tune. I particularly liked the saxophone. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Liam. A black country new road involved with this somehow. Yes, this is actually a live recording with. Black Country New Road. That'll be why. They, they're playing all the instruments. Yeah, well, the sax is tip-top, something I am a big fan Sax-y. of when it comes to Buckner. Um, I think this track gets better as it goes on, personally. Just improves minute after minute. Yeah, I think there's some interesting parts where, the, um, where it kind of goes quiet, loud, and kind of comes back again. Does that make sense? It's a quite loud, quiet uh, programme. Uh, but yeah, I think this is pretty good. Very kind of black and junior roadish, um, but the vocals were good. I'd, you know, I'd be interested in hearing more from Mister P Flynn. Lovely. Uh, in the future. Is this the last Thank one? You. I think it is. Oh, I've got it right this week. We have Brooke Coombe featuring Miles Kane covering Teardrops, the Womack and Womack song. Is it not Brooke Coombe? Yeah, is it Coombe? Is it Coombe? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think we did this last week, Combe. last time, didn't we? Could be Combe, actually. Combe. Combe. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll just call it Brooke. Um, yeah. I yeah. thought it was a solid cover, and Liam, last time you said that 
she had it's a very similar voice. Um, but I really like her voice. Really do. It's actually broke comb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. You said her voice was good, but you've heard it a million times before. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I stand by that. Yeah. I still think I she's got a great voice, though. Like, even she's got a great voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Teardrops. Fantastic song. Oh. I will not hear any slander to Teardrops. Reminds me, baby, of you. Such a great song. And uh, I think she did it well here. She did it well. Miles Kane's little guitar. He produced it as well, didn't he? He did. His producing debut. Oh, it's go on. Good. The bass sounded good. But I'm sure... Nice muted bass. Credit to the bass player. And his sexy little hotness. Oh, yeah. Whew. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was decent. Uh, decent cover. Um, so, yeah, that's been hot off the press. We're all very sluggish today. Um, Talk for yourself. <laughs> Liam is a slug. Um, <laughs> now we venture to the land of the dinosaur. But to find our way, we must be guided by a strong, specific light. You might call this a spotlight. Of course, we're going to talk about an album. Goodbye, the zoo. It's an album spotlight. Oh, yeah. Mega Bear. That is the album name, Callum. Thank you. Thank you. That's done. Spotlight done. Spotlight. Brilliant. See you next week, guys. The spot is lit. <laughs> and I know. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me Rex, my very own Rexy. Um, me Rex. Me Rex. <laughs> <laughs> me Rex um, has released an album. Which we did mention was going to come out. So if you're surprised by this, get your shit together. Honestly, you should pay attention to us. We talk a lot of sense. Um, the album is Mega Bear, obviously. Um, there's a lot of songs on this. The majority of them being 32 seconds long. Um, overall, the album is 32 minutes long. That's weird. Oh, that's strange. I don't know how I feel about that one. Um, there's 52 songs. Uh, number 32 is... Uh, Ripe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this album is special in a way because the tell everyone, please get it out to the people. These songs, these fifty-two songs, can be played in any order and will fit together. Supposedly, that's the that's a selling point here. Like Yanni said, most of them are thirty-two seconds. Some of them are fifty-four, and some are like a minute and four. Yeah, it's thirty-two minutes altogether. No, How weird is that? And most of the songs are 32 seconds. How fucking creepy I mean, is that, that is how multiples work. You will, you know. That's not, no. Um, I think that it might have been on purpose. I don't mean it's that weird. <laughs> it's very strange. Rex finished and he went, hang on guys. This album's 32 minutes long. Did his voice break when he said it as well? Shut up. I didn't <laughs> break. That was an excited noise. You're just a fucking idiot. Right, anyway. So yeah, so we'll be able to play this album on shuffle and it work because the songs are all the same tempo, all the same key, and all start off with a massive piano key. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the thing is that they all they don't all start in a in a way that can make a smooth transition, but often it can go from a slow one to a kind of like a 
a heavy piano chord like you say and it does kind of work like a song would step up like that but the problem with this is that happens on so many of these songs that it's just kind of too much really is what I would say I'm going to be completely honest with everyone here Um, I didn't listen to any of this at all so given my opinion on it it's going to be very difficult Um, so how long (laughs) <laughs> Please tell me your thoughts. Okay. Well, I think this is a very, very cool idea that has not really transpired. It executed that well. Yeah. Originally, I don't know if Liam did this as well, but in the in the chat I said, let's listen to this off shuffle as an album should be listened to, Yanni. And then listen to it on shuffle and see Ooh. if the you know if it does actually fit together. And when I listened to it off shuffle, there I thought there was quite a few parts of the record I would have liked a fully fledged song from, particularly Moon Rising. Uh, I thought that was really really good. Um, however, it's fucking hard to review the album because whenever I was thinking of a point, three songs had passed, so it was quite hard. <laughs> you know, it was quite hard to do. Um, <laughs> But um, when I was listening on Shuffle, I think, as you said, the songs have the ability to fit together because they are all very similar. And as you say, some songs would lift in that way. But there was like mm-hmm. a split second pause, yeah. which just jolted. On Spotify. Yeah. I don't know if that's a Spotify yeah. thing, whether or not I should have had the blend on or whatever, but it really no. took me out of the immersion. And uh, the, the tracks Tin and Jupiter are extremely similar. I think they're, they're like a quote-unquote chorus, so they're basically the same track. And that, for me, came on one after the other, and that annoyed me quite is a lot. Is it almost like I want the river to run deep, deep, deep? I can't remember. It's like the same line is used a, a few times. Yeah, well, maybe I that's what it that is. Well. Yeah, and that came yeah. on one after the other. And, yeah, yeah, playing it on shuffle actually made me enjoy this project considerably less. I understand it might be used yeah. as a, you know, as a market employee. It's a really cool idea. But I don't think that aspect of it has been executed very well. Maybe that is a Spotify thing. I don't know. But yeah, that kind of ruined it for me, if I'm honest. Just um, just to interject there. Um, when I say I didn't listen to any of it, I, uh, I mean that. But <laughs> I did skim through because Liam also mentioned the exact same thing about that one second pause or split second pause. Mm. Um, so I tested it on Apple Music. Wasn't there. Yeah, very on what I skipped through. So fair play then. Well, don't know what it is. Mirex, I, I do I messed, sincerely apologise. I did mess with crossfade as well, and you can either crossfade so there's no gap, but it also then overlaps in a very just a split amount of time that makes both of the parts not seem long enough. Does that make sense? Yeah, like it like skips a beat, half a beat, and it feels really weird. Well, um, so yeah, it's just frustrating that Spotify's shuffle is. Yeah. Daniel X, sort yourself out. Mm. <laughs> but um, but playing in order seemed to work. I actually tried putting it into a um, playlist and then shuffling it and see if that worked. The same problem. But playing in order sounded fine. I think you, you're absolutely right in what you've been saying, Callum. And I think the idea is fantastic, but it actually shows the kind of limitations that music just has. Like, it just isn't as much as you, you think there is that can fit together before it becomes the same thing. And like going to my that same line, it crops up a few times. Very similar piano patterns. 
I reckon quite a few of these are probably um, just a mixture of different parts. Does that make sense? Mm. Not necessarily completely individual ideas. Um, I think it's very cool still, the idea and the fact that they tried to do it. I think if you want to listen to this, annoyingly listen to it in order because the, the order that was there seemed the best way to listen to it. Um, which then brings the point and then makes it feel like it's a half an hour one song which is then too much so it's almost like you can't win it's a shame yeah you can't really win with it um, and again they're so similar if you don't like the style you're not going to like any of it <laughs> if you don't like his vocals or the very kind of sim- simple soft piano parts you're not going to get anywhere with it um, but I applaud them for at least trying it yeah I agree um, idea for sure and like you know they released a deck of cards that go with it and stuff I mean that's kind of cool it's just a kind of cool idea it's very novel I appreciate that so I think are we saying that overall it was a good idea but it should have been shorter style perhaps? over substance then, I think possibly if it was like mm. half the length it would have been better but then like it would have only been 15 minutes yeah and so but is that enough then do you reckon at what you, point did you, you still have could enough? have had 26 songs if yeah. you were to literally split it in half, but that just doesn't last long enough again. So yeah, well, I see why they've done like an well, almost... I really half. enjoyed listening to it in order. Mm. It was very similar, yes. But I think maybe the, um, you know, maybe the idea of it initially made me enjoy it more. But yeah, I just think they should just personally been off the play it on shuffle idea yeah it's really interesting going back and listen to Galena the one that they released yeah I think was four or five parts the week of the last week was it a few weeks ago was it that like actually sounds really good now it's not <laughs> not that many better. I actually quite liked it originally anyway um, but now you know about different parts and that could come up in shuffle although I probably I assume that probably is actually the, the older song in the album um, but you know it's it's cool it's well like musically it's well thought out i guess it's hard to say because it sounds good it's played well and there's some instrument like reoccurring um is it just more of a gimmick now it's too much more of a gimmick than it is it it kind of transcends that thing of like uh Mm. music to just being kind of a gimmick it's like i mean we haven't really followed up on that html td thing but I imagine that's quite similar. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point, actually. We haven't followed we up haven't on that. Maybe we should. Probably mm. not, though. Um, obviously, like I said, I didn't listen to this at all, really, apart from to find out whether that fade um, was there, and it wasn't. Uh, so I'm not really here to give you an opinion. Um, I just threw in some questions now and then just to try and fill this out a bit. Um <laughs> So, for the first time ever, I'm sorry to be a massive letdown, but time has escaped me this week. Um, this is going to be a rating of two people, because it's not fair at all for me yeah. to give a rating, and I wouldn't do that. I also, also almost think it's not fair that we give it a rating. I don't know about you, Callum, I don't know if you've got a rating in mind, but I don't know what I'd rate this. I have got a rating in mind, but I think it's extremely harsh. Okay. Or well, maybe, instead of being extremely harsh to this, we're just not going to rate it this yeah. week. Yeah, because I, I think, think that's, that's fair. I think that is fair, because it is kind of... I mean, I don't know if there's any albums 
like this, but for the Fools on a Hill podcast, this is a bit of a one of a kind <laughs> album. The first, yeah. Least, yeah, yeah, and I, there, I and did, I, I did enjoy it, but it's just kind of a bit, you know, a bit hard to digest. Yeah, and the point as well is that we're all supposed to actually have individual versions of it. Mm-hmm. So, is it fair to rate it when we potentially have different versions, which we didn't uh, because of technical issues? And you're not having time to listen to it, no. but <laughs> if we were all on Apple Music, we could have potentially. Yeah. Um, um, so that was Mirex with the album Mehabet. If you. Sorry, what was that name? Mirex. There we go. Sorry, I've mispronounced the things. Um, <laughs> if you listen to it, then let us know on some sort of social media platform. Um, now. No one sent us any music this week, which is a massive disappointment. If you do... I'm crying. Oh, no. He's oh. upset. Liam, it's okay. Come on. It's all right. God, I hate this. It's awkward, isn't it? It's really awkward when people are crying. I'm sorry. You carry on. Right. Shut up now, Liam. Okay. Shut up. So, please. <sighs> Liam. God. Let me, put, let me put you on the stairs again. No, not In a special place. Um, like Harry Potter... Um, please send us your music. Please. We want to hear it, especially before anyone else has heard it, because then we feel special. And if we can hear it before you've heard it, well, then you've won our hearts. So, <laughs> Unsigned Seal Delivered is not happening um, this week, but it may happen in the future. That's the fun. We just don't know. Under the Needle is also not a thing this week. Um, we've said this many times. But um, there will be a video eventually. Um, It'll be we'll do the record store day one first. That'll be released first. As soon yes. as yours arrives, Yanni. Yeah, if mine arrives. Banquet decides to send it. <laughs> yeah, come on, banquet, get your shit together. Um, so yeah, you, you will eventually see that when it's uh, three months too late. Um, next week's album spotlight, without a doubt, is going to be Tyler, the creator, with his album oh, Call Me. It? If you get lost, yes, it is Liam. Just going to be that. We've said that for the past four or however many weeks it's been. Mm-hmm. It's going to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, so come revisit this lovely podcast next week and you'll hear our thoughts on that album. That um, you will. And please yeah, also right. listen to that so that you can form your own opinion because we wouldn't like to force our opinion upon you and then that dictate your life. That would just be unfair. Um, next week, are we going to mention this, guys? Or yeah, give him a little, little a little teaser. Oh, a little teaser. Well, well, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. It's not a tease. It's a full-on <laughs> strip. Um, next week, we're going to have a little special episode, somewhat in the vein of a classic, where that is also a special episode. Uh, it's going to be separate, released on a separate day. What day? You know what day it is. Um, <laughs> and it's going to... Be a list of our favourite tracks from the last six months. So six months in review, like a year in review, but six months has only passed. That is, that's how far it's passed. Yeah, I've only been alive six months. Yes, you, Liam, can't tell the future yet. No, it'll come to him one day. Um, but not yet. So that'll be a nice little treat for you all. I'm sure you can't wait. Now you're hearing this, but you're thinking. How? How have I come across this? Where where would I find out more things about these guys? Well, it's a good job I'm about to tell you, isn't it? Yeah, it is, Yanni. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Callum. 
Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Liam. No, Callum, you can stop talking right. now. Instagram and Facebook is at Falls on the Hill Podcast. Twitter is at Falls on the Hill Pod. YouTube, which I have something very important to announce. <laughs> <laughs> For the four people... <laughs> sorry, two people who aren't me and Cal um, who watch or whatever it is, I don't know the normal podcast on YouTube, they are not going up anymore um, could be I think asked. I'll do I'll do, I'll, <laughs> I'll do this up to 30 because it's the 30th one I'll put it up to 30 and they'll all go up on the same day probably um, should we just private them? <laughs> no, we'll leave them on people to figure out what we're doing um, so yeah, no more because you don't pay attention to him on there, and rightly so because why would you? It was kind of a dumb idea anyway. What's a bad idea? Uh, I can tell you that it was mine. Um, <laughs> was yours? Was it yours? Ernie? Probably, but it was meant to get more people listening to us in case they came across it on YouTube. But clearly, that isn't a thing. Um, <laughs> so we're not going to bother with that. But obviously, our normal videos will be up there, and where that is, falls on the hill. That so, is where it is. Like, so what subscribe, you, think about what Yanni is trying to say is that this now takes his task force on the podcast from one thing to zero <laughs> to things. Zero. zero things. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> Which is fantastic. Maybe I'll have time to listen to things this week. Probably You'd not. Hope. You would hope. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I hope that's not devastating news. I'm sure it's not. And if it no. is, get a like, honestly. <laughs> Spotify's uh, free. Just listen to us on there. It isn't free. Just, no. It is free. <laughs> it's actually that's... not free. It is. No, it you can you can use it for free. Oh, with ads though. The ads we don't get paid off the ads, so pay for Spotify. <laughs> uh, give the billionaire the more money. And we all have bank accounts which you can send money to yeah, if you want to send us money mm-hmm. individually. Venmo, uh, me, Just, uh, uh, Liam Venmo. Um, um, so this has been. Yeah, you done now. This has been episode thirty. Yep. That is mad. 30, 30 years we've been doing this. 3-0. 30 years. Well, on that note, it's time to say goodbye to another decade of Fools in the Hell podcast. Um, thank you, Annie, for breaking the news about YouTube. I'm going to break some further news. We've been looking forward to saying this. We're not doing any more podcasts, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> done on YouTube, done on Spotify, done wherever you listen to it. So, uh, yeah, see you around. Uh, best of luck. We're looking for more music, new music. Um just makes makes them, I guess. Um, but yeah, we'll see you in the streets. Goodbye. That's not true, by the way. Yeah, that is clarify. not true. Uh, I was worried for a second. second. Always in the streets. <laughs> I'm always in the streets. I'm on the dark alleys. Um, no, I am leaving though. Five pound. I am leaving for whatever. Honestly, whatever. Um, we're still going to release podcasts. Please don't stop listening to us. But I won't be here. So see you guys. Yeah, it's only going to get better because Dean's <laughs> not going to be here. And on that note. Thanks for the times and thanks for the memories. Even though they weren't so great. Yeah. Wow. It feels like... Cheese only greater. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Uh... Get it because you're great cheese. Yeah, I get it, Liam.
will start with them and from the sun. Hang on, can I? Sorry, I just heard a buzzing and I just want to make sure it won't be. Oh my god, it's a fucking bee. He's got a bee in his room. Oh, have you unplugged your MacBook thing? Oh, it's plugged in. Unplugged it right now. You fucking pillock. I meant to do it. I was actually just going to. Pill. Pill. I'm actually just going to do this. No, no, no. Why? Why not? You've killed me. Oh, the fan's been on it. I know, fucking hell. We've not thought this one before. We used to do a checklist before we start. Let's just redo the well, whole Well, you just need to not have all the fucking things. Shall out. we just redo well, the beginning? It's hot in here, man. It's so hot. No, here. absolutely not. No, no I'll go through all that again. Fascism. And we love everyone. it. We, we, all, <laughs> we all subscribe to we all the a little bit of fascism, fascism every now and then. Um, oh, no. We don't. 